0: the podcast coach for april 4th 2020 let's get ready to
1: podcast
0: there it is it's that music it means it's saturday morning it's time for ask the podcast coach where we look for the purple banana until they throw us in the truck does anybody know what that is? E- e- what e- does e-book? that mean? Do you remember that at all? No. Let's go crazy, Prince. Oh, that's the, those are the words. That's it. look for the purple, but look for the purple banana till they throw us in the truck. Yeah, I I'm pretty no sure that's idea. what he's saying. Okay.
2: Yeah. I no But idea. actually
0: what we do here is we actually answer your podcast questions live. Uh, you can actually come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join and join on in the call. You'll actually jump right into the video. And uh, you'll join myself and that guy right over there, the one, the only Jim Cullison from the Average Guy TV. And Jim, you'll be so happy to know that just right now, You're
3: I'm hitting record. record. Yeah, nice, Nice. Yeah. Gre- uh, greetings, happy, yeah. uh, happy, <laughs> happy Saturday morning to you. I think we're a little locked down, punch drunk. That's it uh, from everything that's going on. Uh, I, I will say today's coffee pour sponsored by the School Podcasting, but it could be sponsored by you. Actually, we have this spot open, so. If you want to sponsor the very first coffee pour of the morning, contact Dave. Get your podcast advertised here or whatever.
0: Hey, this is future Dave popping in here, letting you know. I've added an auction to the site. So if you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com, you'll see a link in the upper right-hand corner for sponsor the pour. That's P-O-U-R. Get it. A little play on words there. And uh, you can sponsor four episodes of Ask the Podcast Coach starting right now at 20 bucks
2: cappuccino hold the phone. Take me home.
3: whatever you want to do contact dave and uh, we'd love to have you sponsor the coffee bar uh
0: we're at week uh, who we've all I think lost we're at the friend. end of week 3 yeah of yeah. Uh, the whole corona thing i did i i i ditched the corona uh, jingle for, we're back to, so oh, just in good. case,
3: good. you know, yeah, we're in those middle phases. Like, you know, this is probably going to be eight or 10 or 12 weeks long. Yeah. I, I remember when I was in a basic training and you go through this in the first two weeks, you have some optimism <laughs> and then three, four, five, and six, it was an eight week cycle. You just get lost. Like you just, you kind of, you're in, you broken. broken. You're just, you know, it's just tough. And I think everybody's kind of a little bit in that phase right now. I think more important than ever, you know, Dave, you did this um, hangout last night. A bunch of us podcasters got together. I think those are are, are more and more important. I think we, we still need to find ways to connect with each other. I, I woke up this morning a little claustrophobic. I am not going to lie. I felt like the world at like five o'clock was closing in on me. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of the house somehow. I may just go out and drive around, not see well, anybody, get out or whatever. But you
0: the thing know. that's weird is, like, my laundromat on my apartment complex is I don't know, 900 feet away. It's like two houses away. Yeah. So I get to the car, throw the laundry basket back there, and I and and I'm outside, and and we're outside. Used to be this, oh look at the sun and the birds, and and now you go outside and you, I instantly hear the theme music from you know, mission impossible. I'm like, it's time to do laundry. Person with a dog run away. You know, it's like, ah, oh, so it's, it's just, I'll be glad yeah. when we can all just kind of like, and the thing I did last night, we did the podcaster, happy hour.com. If you want to be notified when the next one happens, it's just a bunch of us kind of just talking about whatever. And it's, of course we talk. we ended up talking about microphones and things like that. But uh I then did one with my family because it dawned on me. I talked to all my friends on the Internet, talked to, but I hadn't seen my brother in like a month. And so I got on Facebook and first I made a, a group chat. I didn't know you could make groups in Facebook chat. I'm not, you know, much of I, I play on Facebook a lot, but so I did that And the minute I made it, apparently it alerts everyone who's in the group chat that you're in the group chat. So all of a sudden I saw these blue thumbs coming up. Hey, great. Looking forward to it. And I said, Hey, tomorrow night, meaning today at seven, why don't we all get in a zoom meeting? And everybody's like, this sounds great. But Well, it dawned on me. My entire family was online at like nine thirty, and I was like, well, why don't we just jump in a zoom meeting now? And so we did that. And uh, it, it was, it, there's something about just making sure everybody's okay and it's your family. And the fact that while I love hanging out with my podcaster family, like your family, family is like, okay, you know, yeah. I get to see my nieces and nephews and things like that. So that was, uh, it was uh, a fun, relaxing time. And just watching my, I think my aunt Betty was the oldest one there. She's probably 70 something. And she was like, this is just magical. This is so wonderful. So
3: that was uh, a lot yeah. of fun. We're, we're doing a family one tonight, I
0: think. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yep. Kyle says, wooshka is changing their free tier to the, yeah, they went from being, I didn't know this. I thought they had unlimited downloads. Wushka is a free media host. In fact, I used to recommend them over anchor and um, they, their free tier went to not quite so free. Basically you get a thousand downloads and that's not much. If you have a bunch of episodes and uh, Michael says is happy hour a once a week thing. It might be. I, I thought last night went uh, pretty well. I wasn't sure. Like I, I went to one with Chris Kermitzos and he had like bar games, like two truths and a lie and things like that. So it was cool so you kind of got to know everybody. Uh and mine was just like let's just chat, you know, what's going on and and like Clay Groves was there and I was asking about Clay cuz Clay had uh three jobs. He he does fishing tours, he was a bartender and he was a
3: radio DJ and two out of 3 went poof when this thing went down. Yeah, I was surprised when he said the radio and Kyle had another question on the end of that. Day, oh, but, um, the, I was surprised when Clay said that the advertisers stopped like the day, yeah. like just like over, like we're done. And that is, um, I think for podcasters, as we think, especially if you have adverti- advertisers, it may be a good idea to contact them just to make sure, or maybe not, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of make sure that like, you know, we, you know, we really want to see if we can, on, from a business standpoint, lean into this and, and not, you know, we, we went back to our customers at Gallup and kind of said, hey, we, we have some new ways. I, I know you signed up for in-person training. We can't do that anymore. By the way, over, overnight, we created virtual training for you and it's all available. And it's it's actually really, really good. They did a really nice job on it. And so uh, we contacted our customers right away and said, hey. I think for podcasters, it's similar. Like, I think if you haven't, I'm probably most of us have. But if you haven't, let your audience know, hey, I'm still going to be here. I'm getting more emails. I don't know about you, yeah. but I'm getting more emails from my listeners than I've ever gotten right now thanking me for continuing to do this. So it's just one of those things I think we need to lean into it. Kyle had asked his, his other question was best practices for migrating to another host. And what are the gotchas? Do you know, do they do a three Oh one? I believe they do. I'd have to log in. It's funny. Cause
0: every time I go to log into Wooshka, I have to Google them because I can never remember how to spell their name. Right. And even when I do it, it always have a weird thing. Yeah. You want to make sure they do a three Oh one redirect. And I'm pretty sure they do. Cause otherwise I wouldn't even remotely bring them up. Uh, anybody that doesn't do a three Oh one in my opinion is, is that's just bad. Um, but yeah, so wherever you go to, you know, get, in contact with that host.
3: They got and, kind of expensive. Like yeah. they didn't just not go free. I mean, they yeah. have a semi pro plan at 30 bucks a month, a pro plan at hundred bucks a month and a business plan at 200 bucks a month. Like, yeah, um, that's, I mean, well,
0: that's here's the thing money. when they started, you know, podcasting was growing, but it wasn't, there wasn't any money in it. And so all of a sudden they went, Hey, you know, we're kind of giving away all this stuff for free. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should. We could actually pay for the stuff, and people might actually do that. Because I remember I reached out to them when they first came on the scene, and I was like, "What? What's the name? How many A's? How many O's? You know?" And I said, "Well, what's the business model?" And like, "Oh, we're owned by this other big giant company. We've got money out the yin yang and." Blah, blah, blah. And then so when this came out, I was like, oh, either A, they ran out of money or B, they're like, hey, why are we giving this away for free? Because they kept adding features. They added dynamic ad insertion that was like, oh, that's kind of different, but only for a little bit. So they slowly started
3: tightening the reins. And Ter- um, Terrible time to switch. Like, I, they, I know they didn't plan it this way. They've probably been planning for a while to make a yeah. change. But oh, my gosh, jumping into a market, switching when lots of people are. I don't know about you, but I'm going back through my credit card statement and looking at all my subscriptions. Yeah. Being like, do I need this or don't I? And it's been tough. Fortunately, this is probably good practice for everybody. I didn't have a ton of... I didn't have as many as I thought. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, I thought there was going to be some more money there to save, which is good, but it's bad. I thought I had more money there to save. (laughs) So um, you know, this may be a good time to look at your subscriptions, but man, anything that gets that has a subscription tied to it is in jeopardy.
0: Yeah, that's it. Cause you're kind of like, well, am I using that anymore? And I, uh, I just switched. I officially switched from, uh, well, I I take that back. I'm going to, right now I'm running both. I'm going to run. I went from running one to running two and next month I'm going to probably switch just this one, but I left FreshBooks because it dawned on me that as much as that does invoicing. Well, the only invoicing I do is for consulting And the consulting can be handled by my scheduling program, which is acuity scheduling. So people can pay the minute. And that goes right into my bank account via Stripe. And I can run a report at the end to see how much money I made in consulting. So I don't really need a um, invoicing tool. What I really need is an expense tracking tool. Because that's where you figure out, that's all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm paying for the Messenger's Lipson account? I forgot about that. Okay, there's five bucks. Mm. And this thing makes it super easy. They actually give you an email address. And so when something comes into my email, I just, it's called Shoebox. So I basically, the, the company's called Andco. It's a, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com, A-N-D-C-O. Uh, but I can just forward the email to what I call Shoebox. I go into the Shoebox in the account and I can say, make this an expense. So long story short, uh, if I was gonna upgrade to FreshBooks, it was gonna be 50 bucks a month. I think this one's 18. And so it's, it it is, it's that time where you kind of go, okay, what do I really need? Do I, I have one company I've had for months that I can make really cool little videos, but I don't really post them anywhere. And I'm like, so I, I, it's kind of like audible. I have, uh, I think seven videos I could make now. And I asked them, I go, Hey, if I cancel my account, do I lose my videos? Like, do I still get the seven? And they're like, yeah, you kind of do. And they're like, oh, so I either need to make a bunch of videos, which is probably what I'll do over the next week, and then cancel that because I don't use them. I, I, you know, it's to me, it's like, I was a marketing agency, maybe. But,
3: uh, well, you know, think about Adobe, think about Canva, think about um, what other uh, chat room, what other services do you currently have a subscription for them in the chat room? I'm not saying leave them. I'm not I'm I'm, I'm just saying it's it's time. It's maybe time for a review. Like, you know, this, this is that time when you want to spend some time uh, thinking about what are those annual costs besides your podcast host, um, or, or maybe, you know, you're, you're paying both a host and a, uh, a media host and a web host for that. So what are those, what are those subscriptions? Just the reason I'm asking this is because for, for those of you who are in the chat room, you might not, you for, you may have forgotten that you signed up for that. And yeah. Maybe one of those things Brent, where you can. Brent you can, says Evernote. Yeah. I just, I just got dinged for a buffer. There's another one. There's another one. Yep. Um, yeah, not bad. To, I'm not telling you to leave just yeah. Just for your I own review.
0: A, I have a thing called Pomo done app. It's a Pomodoro, you know, where you, you work for X amount of time and then you take a break. And I use that a lot to track how much time I spend on stuff. And I forgot it was on the premium account until yesterday when I said, Hey, we got your payment of $42 for the year. And I was like, Oh yeah, I probably would have canceled that one. So if I, it's like you said. If you'd gone back and and looked, maybe not. And then, uh, yeah, they're they're all coming in here. Audible, you know, if Audible will give you the latest books. There are a couple. Libby is one. Another one is Digital Hoopla. I find a lot of books on uh, on Digital
3: Hoopla. and you would not want to cancel your Libsyn account. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Daniel has an interesting one. He says yeah. he left his premium SSL expire and switched over to let's in, free let's yeah. encrypt.
2: Yeah, it'd be a good
3: switch. It's a little more technical. You're you're not. You may not be able to. The average podcaster may not be able to do that on on their own. Patreon. Brett says Patreon subs, which is really really interesting. I looked at. I've been looking a lot at my Patreon account and who I'm subscribed to. And you know, again, not asking you to leave them, but are there. Subs that are still providing the value that you're looking for there. I think that's fair to say on Patreon, you know, if they've stopped creating content, maybe it's time to, to, to redeploy those dollars into somebody else who is providing content.
0: Well, and I also don't think like, I even when things are good, if somebody, you know, is, doesn't want to be an awesome supporter anymore. I'm like, it's your life. You know what I mean? I I appreciate the time you are here and, you know, somebody will come along and, and take your place. Hopefully Dave says, uh, I use live webinar, not cheap, but I got it through an app Sumo deal last year. I spent maybe 500 bucks to, to stack every code I could. That platform has been stable. and Yeah. Yeah. There are, is, is that the one that's a live, well, hence live webinar? Uh, but there was one that's a live event platform that uh, went through app Sumo. And I'm like, oh man, I bet they're, they're glad they did that before this whole thing went off or that everybody would have jumped on board. So, uh, Randy has a great tip. He said, uh, I set calendar reminders every time I sign up for any paid subscription, remind me two days before it renews that that's good There we go. Name. That, that right there, that's, that's a great tip. Cause if I had done that, I would have said, Oh, I need to, to cancel that. So there's also in, um, you have to go into iTunes to see it. And for me, it is iTunes. I'm not sure what you would do on a Mac, but you can go into your, somehow like your account and see what subscriptions you have. I know I, I signed up for, I think it's loom, some diet software thing. And they are the AOL of apps where you have to kind of like, you can't go in and cancel your subscription. You have to have somebody on their side do that. And so I've been trying to get a hold of my accountability coach partner, whatever person is. And I'm like, Hey, whatever you got to do, do not bill me again. You know, so, cause it was not cheap and it was like, I can count my own calories. I don't really need somebody.
3: Um, Some of those may be annual subscriptions too, that are coming up that you forget about. Amazon yeah. has a few of those, right? Amazon prime is an example, but you might have Amazon music or you might have uh, Amazon photos or I, I have trouble keeping track of all the subscriptions they offer. Yeah. But um, uh, checking the annual plans. Those come due and they're really quiet about telling you, you know, yeah. just like- um, speaking of app sumo deals.
0: Uh, he said, putting this in the chat room. Um, and that's an affiliate link, I believe. Uh, Craig asked, what's a cheaper alternative to MailChimp for two to 4,000 subscribers. I'm on SendFox. Now SendFox is nowhere near the, if you just need an, like an email list, you want to do, uh, up forms, you want to do landing pages. If you go to podcaster with no S podcaster, happy That is a SendFox landing page. Uh, And you can then do automations. In theory, when you sign up for that, in fact, I need to change this. In theory, when you sign up for that today, you'll get an email for yesterday's podcasters hangout. So you can set it up so that when people do this, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash baby steps, it signs up and then you're on an automated list. So the only thing it doesn't do is like when you sign up for like a, you know, some sort of WordPress plugin. It's like they all integrate with Aweber and MailChimp and ConvertKit and blah, blah, blah. And so that's where they are are a Zapier, like they tie into Zapier a lot. So it's a few more steps, but it was, I want to say 49 bucks forever for like, I forget how many subscribers. I signed up for like three tiers of it. I think I can have up to like 15,000 subscribers. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. They keep adding more features to it as well, but it's actually... An app sumo company. So, 50 bucks. I was like, yeah. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, and I was paying, I think, 50 bucks for a convert kit. And I was like, well, that's easy to pay for itself. So, Wistia is another one that I need to, to dump because I, I bought another company. I didn't buy them, but I'm using another company for video stuff. So, um, Mr. Naughty Bits is, is
1: knocking at the door. Oh, so, let him in. He's in. Here he is. Oh, Here thanks. he comes. A uh, couple of questions for uh, Dave. Ran into TalkShoe recently uh, for someone who was having problems. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they were trying to leave TalkShoe. They don't do a redirect. Exactly. Uh, What services don't do a redirect? I think we need to explain this to people more often. Anchor apparently just changed their 301, and you can now do it from your control panel. Just because I ran into it this week, I want to publicize. You don't want to start with these people because you can't leave them. It's their show.
0: Yeah, TalkShoe.com subsplash.com shout engine.com and rss.com rss.com is a very nice person but he he i gotta be he he asked me a lot of questions at podcast movement about how to make that service better and i was as i'm at the libsyn booth and i'm like okay you you do realize you're asking your competition how can i better compete with you and i was like i don't know maybe go ask your audience, buddy. I'm like, you know, it was very odd, but yeah, those are the ones that I know of at least and mo- at almost anything regarding a religion. So some sort of sermon cast, some sort of God, audio, whatever it is, all those love to prey on people because I'm going to paint with a really wide brush here. A lot of Christian folk, they're not the most technically savvy at we time. Got up and
1: running and then that yeah. was good enough.
0: And so they go with this podcasting things big. So they make, you know, whatever Jesuscast.com. I'm making these up, by the way. And, uh, they don't know a thing about podcasting. And so people jump on because you got Jesus in the name. So next thing you know, they're like, Oh, this is horrible. And they want to move and they're like, Oh, a 301. What's a, what's a what? Yeah. So be I just it, anytime I run into any kind of like bizarre, I, there used to be a one. I want to see like, it's not sound soap. That's software. Audio Acrobat, I would want to double check on. That's a really old service back in the day when people used to embed these little players on your website. And I would bet the farm, I bet they don't do a 301 reader. I would need to ask.
3: So Jesus Cast is available, by the okay. way, $2,700 though. Oh, <laughs> well, there
0: they <you> go. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Really monetize that.
1: Yeah. That might Any, be possible. Yeah. Anything else we can help you with? Uh, I have two other things. I want to throw one to Jim. Did you see that Amazon's out of Q2Us now Uh, from Amazon?
3: Yeah, and did did B&H shut down too? Are they not shipping as well? Because I know they had inventory, but I heard from somebody B&H is not shipping.
1: I've not seen that. Mm -hmm. Uh, B&H is weird. It's a Jewish company, and it's run by an Orthodox Jew. They used to actually shut down their website during Sabbath, Sabbath, among other things, and during Holy Days. So uh, to my point of view, random days during the week, they suddenly wouldn't. The accepting you order. They're better than that now. They still close down following the religious holidays quite yeah. a lot. It's yeah. just something that I don't run into very often in the Midwest.
3: I'm, I'm getting a lot of, um, you know, a lot of folks have been reaching out in my coaching community asking me, you know, they want to upgrade their equipment. And Q2Us were available as early as early this week. Um, I, I don't know for sure if they're out. I'm looking on Amazon's site right now. Um, they're
1: available from third parties for 70 ish dollars.
3: Okay. Yeah. Is, as
1: opposed to the $55 direct from Amazon. Yeah.
3: It makes me wonder, if, you know, people have been going out there and just buying them up. Well, and, it's the
1: obvious recommendation to most people I've recommended. I don't know how yeah. many this week.
3: Yeah. Yeah. 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good to know. I've told a lot of people who've come to me and said, you know, I'm like, now is probably not the time to upgrade your equipment. Like this is just, if you're, if you're desperate, I know a gamer who wanted to upgrade his computer, and I was like,
1: no,
0: yeah, no, wait not until, really the time.
1: Wait until yeah. things are a little bit cleaner.
0: Um, well, not only really that, but uh, are you guys noticing pricing going up? Oh, on, God. And, like, oh people sure. that are open, it's like it's a thing called supply and demand.
1: No, and- this has gone back farther than that. This started happening in November. Um mm-hmm. uh, my default uh go-to item to look at is the Behringer UMC 404 HD. It's the dumb four port uh, interface yeah um that was 99 dollars for the longest time uh went up to 125 for the past year november it was still 125 it's 180 now just under wow that's crazy it went up in uh, december
3: um i I think
1: behringer manufactures out of china so yeah
3: no i've i have noticed some price creep uh, but on,
1: everything's doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, for
3: sure. Yeah, it's a good time to sit, kind of sit tight and just kind of wait. I think, you know, I, it'll probably correct itself. So we'll have to see. But not a great time to be buying equipment if you don't have to. Well, I've got a it. Q2U right there I brought home from work. So I went in really quick and picked up my this big monitor. And I had a Q2U sitting on my desk. So I brought it home just to have it kind of as a backup. Because I don't want to have to buy one. If this thing goes out, I don't want to have to buy one. So it said, a- like, uh, says
0: I just upgraded my mic too that's right
1: <laughs> at Podfest, so enjoy right. that what else thanks uh speaking of bnh uh, i got a notification from them the samson q9u is taking pre-orders now there oh interesting their uh re20 slash sm7b knockoff usb or xlr with the uh yoke like a uh sm7b has
3: oh, How? when did you get that
1: email uh, two days ago, I think. I could look. A day or two ago, I signed up for uh, to let me know when it became available, just so I could keep informed. And uh, just got it.
3: Well, so, it, yeah, and it says right now, it's $60. The Q2U is $60 on B&H. And it says free expedited shipping. If you order it now, you can have it Monday. The twenty or the sixth? I thought it said twenty sixth. The sixth. So, like, apparently, it looks like B and H is still shipping. So um, that would be
1: sweet. is, uh, yeah.
3: But yeah. Amazon's the default location for everybody right now. No, right on. I've been sending toilet paper B&H. and all that
1: H. other good stuff. So, yeah, yep. yep. And one other thing. Um, did you hear about the new YouTube program that's coming up? No, no. YouTube is going to be offering a program paid. You pay YouTube. To check your videos, to see if you violate community guidelines, uh, anything but copyright. Copyright's not included in this, so that you uh, will get monetized with your videos. And they're going to be rolling this out to their bigger people as a paid
3: service going forward. So a pre-check on your videos, they'll run it through, give you some analytics on the backside. It'll go to a human to look at it and give you actual feedback
1: on why you're not being monetized mm. so you can make changes.
3: That's interesting. That's a little bit like Microsoft selling antivirus software itself. That, that's a nice YouTube
1: channel. You've got there. It'd be a shame if
3: something were to happen to it. We totally. Yeah. 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 That's what that is. It's, uh, huh? We've created a problem. we we'll, you can pay us to fix the problem. Yeah. Jeez. Interesting. Uh, Ross says, uh,
0: Google, do no evil. Yeah. They're Ross not, said, do
1: you know evil anymore?
0: No, no. not at all. Yeah. Ross says, uh, he's heard the Q9 isn't worth the extra money over the Q2U. I tried one at podcast movement and was, and and so did Paul Colgan. We both kind of said, we
1: kind of backed away. Like, looked at each other. Like, what do you think? He's like,
0: I like the Q2U better. And I was like, we're both of us. were like, Hmm. So. It's the same reason
1: people want the SM7B though. It looks like a podcaster. Mic. Yeah, that's true. That's awesome. why the pod mic is so uh, popular, but yeah, that was just interesting. I wanted to yeah. make sure everybody yeah. was aware. Yeah, that's that, good. You've always got
3: those. You're, you're, those are always on your radar. I always appreciate yeah. you just bringing those up because those are, uh, you're hearing things. Not a lot of folks are hearing them. So thanks for throwing those in. I yeah. appreciate it. All thanks, right. Buddy. I will
1: go. You take care. Thanks, thanks man. See you.
3: And uh, coming on.
0: Oh, look at this setup. Holy cow, man is uh hey, good morning guys one and only
2: john nice. piper how are you buddy oh wow. man hey it's great to connect with you guys uh dave jim uh you know you guys have been such a wealth of uh inspiration and knowledge to the fellow podcasters live streamers and uh glad to be part of the show this morning i'm uh, in a little studio off the square in denton texas and i'm trying to support local there's only two coffee shops open it's kind of an eerie feeling you know the traditional town square big courthouse and it's uh it's a creepy uh, feeling outside right now. So it is wow. indeed. How
3: long, what, how, like, how long have you been in the setup like this? And yeah, t- tell us more about that.
2: Yeah, Jim, Uh I actually hosted, I usually meet with a group of guys at 8 a.m. for breakfast on Saturday mornings, you know, about twice a month, kind of a mentor group. And I was able to host a Zoom meeting. We end up with like 30 of us connecting through Zoom. Uh, anyhow, to answer your question, about four years ago, I started doing some local High school football, as y'all may know, Texas high school football is a pretty big deal. And it was just a local talk show. We did it live. Uh, You know, I did it from my house. I didn't start with this, right? Yeah. yeah. And I did it with a local uh, sports writer and we covered like nine area high schools and and did it uh, via live stream, which was new uh, three and a half, four years ago. Uh, No one really was seeing it much. And then uh, I kind of built this and it came over time. It didn't, as you know, it didn't start like this. Uh, I've been in here about... uh, Golly, I lose track of time, guys, but probably a year and a half or two and and probably a year ago, I heard you earlier as I was getting coffee, talk about canceling subscriptions and reducing costs. Um, last January, I thought, do I really need this? But I thought, you know, there's something bigger out there. And, you know, and uh, so I hung on to it. And uh, as a result, you know, I think more and more things are starting to happen as we all go virtual. Right. And uh, I'm kind of working remotely from up here uh, during the week. I'm in trucking which is essential services. So I go into a Dallas uh, facility once or two days a week, uh, being safe and uh, up here about two or three days a week. So,
3: yeah, no, it's super cool. Did you, when you switched studios, so when you went from being home to this, did you see any
2: change in your audience? Did they say anything? Did they? No, no back- a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously when you get uh, this kind of an image in a backdrop, you know, I didn't really change a whole lot of who I am. I've learned to be just who John Piper is, but th- they see the a professionalism. And, uh, say, hey, man, that guy serious about his craft. You know, mine is really sports. And, you know, the Behind the Dish is a baseball podcast, so we're not really talking a whole lot of baseball right now. And then Sunday, I've got uh, two, two high school football coaches of the nine that we uh, cover that are going to come on, not in studio. You know, we're going to be safe, but they're going to come on. And we're going to talk about what's going on with spring football, you know, the next season and try to really just offer a glimmer of hope uh, to, uh, you know, the community and get their perspective on, you know, being off campus, not being able to see their players. And and uh, I hosted a virtual concert the other night. It just came out of nowhere, really. I had a class of 2020 girl from Crawfordsville, Indiana, Y'all may have seen it on the internet. Her name's Abby Bannon. She wrote a really cool song about the class of 2020 and mm. they won't have their prom. And it, it's mm. kind of sad, beautiful song. But I had her on because she's a softball player. And then that morphed into we added like four more artists and we streamed for two hours. We streamed yeah. for two hours and had some mm. musicians in. And I had an American Idol finalist from season 13, uh, Jess Mew. So this all started with a sports talk show out of my house and then it's just morphed into things and yeah. it's been pretty cool. And a lot of it's due to your all's help and guidance. And, oh. uh, Dave, I listened to the school of podcasting when I first started doing this or before I even started. And then I worked, uh, one-on-one with Dave as well. So.
0: Well, glad to have you. And, uh, I, I know some,
2: uh, by the way, Jim, did you notice the mic he's using? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've, I've collected a few uh, gadgets. As you guys know, you don't start. I started with a USB mic uh, in yeah. my home office. And just uh, as I learned things, uh, I know. Uh, I didn't want to do that. Oh, did you,
3: did you bring him back. Bring him back.
2: The, the yeah, old, sorry, oh, about that, right,
3: sorry about that, John.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've been to a couple of podcast movement conferences and, and learn. And there's it, it can blow you away. There's so much technology out there, yeah. and apps and mics and Man, this works good. And I'm uh using a uh Rode a Caster Pro, which works well for what I do for sports. Yeah. yeah. I live stream uh, audio only right now. Uh, so, John, you're finding like sports is one of those. It's
3: stopped, right? It's just there's nothing. But you're finding some news in that space because there's still people available, right, to talk to. There's still interesting things going on around this,
2: maybe. Exactly. You know, I I listened to a little bit of sports radio on the uh in the mornings, but you know, they're having to rehash, you know, classic games and they're talking about, you know, here we're in Dallas, they talk about uh, the Dallas Cowboys free agency and contract signings, but yeah. it's kind of like a repeat mode. So I think all the sports people have to get creative. And uh, you know, for me, it's really more storytelling, you know, telling the story about uh, a coach and we try to weave in stories that can offer inspiration, hope, not only just for that player, But for that parent, it's mainly amateur sports, you know, that eight to 18 year old is trying to find their way and use sports, uh, whether it's baseball, football, we talk a little basketball sometimes, but uh, hey, huge basketball fan, you know, we're missing March Madness. Yeah. Uh, I believe the finals would have been in two days, right? On Monday night. Yeah. And I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. I'll have to give a big blue nation a shout out Kentucky (laughs) Wildcats. I think the NCAA missed on that one. By the way, they could have come up with something
3: virtual. I'm not talking about the students playing. I'm not talking about that. But there could yeah. have been some fan interactive things that they could have come up with that could have replaced that that same feeling for March Madness. They just quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like, made that, a, a done. Yeah.
2: decision pretty quick uh, here in Texas, and and it's it's not looking good. But uh, they have not fully canceled the high school baseball season. And and ironically, my son is a. A senior in high school here at one of the local high schools. They've they played about twelve or fourteen games, and they were just kind of rolling into their district play, and then all that got put on hold. But they're going to wait till uh, they said they're not going to resume at least until May the fourth. But the city of Dallas have already put an extension on their shelter and home till May the twentieth. So that doesn't look good for high school baseball in Texas to to resume. But I think they're trying to get in something. You know, at least. Uh, uh, they might have to go to four games a week and, and maybe do a modified season, but uh, yeah. we'll know
0: well, so. Craig had asked in the chat room if it's easier for uh, podcasters to get athletes and coaches on now. And uh, Marcus Couch is a member of the school of Podcasting. and does a Bulls podcast. He got a bunch of the actual players on. Uh, I was talking with Troy Heinrichs last night online. Troy does the blacklist exposed, and he's doing a thing now where he goes he streams live. And they watch the television show and while they're watching the TV show, they put a thing like, Hey, we'll be right back during the commercials. He had actual actors from the show and the writer of the episode. Yeah. And I was like, dude, how cool is that? And then he said, Oh, the week before I had the like the uh, like the head producer was on the show. He goes, we're doing watching parties now online. He goes, because those guys can't work. He goes, it's it, here's the <laughs> Elsie was talking about this on she podcast. You kind of don't have the, well, I'm sorry, I'm busy.
2: Yeah, that, now is a time to, uh, like I said, all the. Uh, I reached out to a couple of the high school football coaches, uh, players. Yeah, everybody's idle and they're getting antsy, you know, they yeah. want to talk. And uh, uh, so that's why I've started. Normally, I wouldn't be talking uh, Texas high school football right now, but I thought, hey, you know, uh, spring football normally is going on. You know, they have spring games. They're talking about <laughs> the next season. So uh, we're going to actually, I'm going to have uh, two or three coaches on tomorrow. I'll be back up here tomorrow. And then uh, the baseball folks, I've got like nine episodes recorded. I was at a conference in Nashville that kicks off the baseball season for both uh, all baseball college uh, pro uh, all the coaches are together, like 7,000 of them. And I was, uh, it was pretty cool live podcasting. I wasn't broadcasting out, but I was live in a, in a booth at the American baseball coaches association. And obviously had a, a lot of great coaches on and uh, most recently drove up through Norman, Oklahoma and had the head coach of uh, the university of Oklahoma on uh, uh, Skip Johnson. And that was a really good uh, uh, story. And I'll, I'll uh, release that here probably in the next week or two. Yeah. As one last question. I, I know there's other people that are waiting to get on and really appreciate the time today. I, I really enjoy your show every Saturday morning. Um, I'm a, I've got a Sony a 6,000. But uh, I was looking at the Sony A sixty four hundred for this type of application, and bringing the HDMI adapter and all that. What are your thoughts on Sony A sixty four hundred versus maybe another uh, DSLR or or mirrorless camera you'd recommend for the studio? That's
0: not my area at all. I'm gonna say that's not my area. I just I was talking with Ray Ortega this week. He just did a great review on the Sony A sixty one hundred, and if you're gonna put it on a tripod, that seems like a no brainer he really was like, this does everything. The only thing he says that you might miss if you get like the more expensive one is image stabilization stabilization. So if you're putting it on a tripod in the studio, it sounds like a no brainer.
2: You know, so, I guess I could, uh, I've already got the 6,000, uh, you know, I'm getting yeah. my audio in from another source. I could just try the 6,000, get yeah. an adapter and then get the video from the 6,000. And then obviously I got yeah. the audio from here. Uh, Give that a yeah. shot. Those would, any of those would be a great upgrade
3: over the what you're... I mean, yeah. these yeah. webcams are great. They're good for what we're using them for right now. For throwing distance and light, they're not. You just need a bigger sensor. So... You guys both using a
2: webcam this morning? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you're also, you know, uh, shots look great. So. Well, it's super close and we have really good
0: light. So Yeah, I'm, I'm literally... I'm this far
2: away from my camera. Yeah, yeah mine it. is back on a... You know, I've got a... It's yeah. about 150 square feet in here. And there's like a little producer desk back there, and uh, you know, so. John, think about this: if you do upgrade your camera,
3: bring that webcam in and make
2: it a second shot
3: that you can switch in between as well. So just to add, yeah. to kind of what you're doing in the studio is people are watching you, and you can move that around.
2: Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue to watch, and y'all have a great week. Uh, Looking yeah. forward to all the things. John, thanks that. for jumping in. Yeah, got a great yeah. studio. Appreciate it. that. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Take care.
0: And this would be a great time. I want to talk about our awesome supporters. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, still have the teacher's pet open. That's uh, one hour of consulting at a deeply discounted rate. As well as we always thank our $20 supporters. We're talking about awesome people like Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. Oh, by the way, behind the scenes, the roadcaster just said, uh, I've stopped recording. I've had a problem. So I'll be using the recording from StreamYard today. That's fun. <laughs> Greg at DebtShepherd.com, where he teaches financial wellness uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at Horseradio Network.com. Glenn was thinking about coming in today. I think he he got stuck on something because he was gonna kind of share some insights he's been doing with his audience. Uh Josh Rivers over at Podcast Guy Media. Find him at podcastguymedia.com. Max Truscott at AviationNewstalk.com. Shane at Spyberry.com. Carl White at life in the Carolinas Podcast.com. Kim craggy at Toastmasters101. Dot net and ed sullivan i need a, he's not new anymore but we do love him just as much uh, at SonicCupcake.com. so if you would like to be an awesome supporter it's super easy go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and uh sign up today and we thank our 20 supporters every month and there are other type of uh rewards as well so thanks so much for being
3: an awesome supporter Doing a, doing a happy hour with Ed tomorrow. Are you? Yeah, meeting up with him. You know, just I, I enjoy. I really like him. He's just a fun guy to spend time with. So, well, he he's one of those guys that knows
0: so much. Like last yeah. night, we were talking about cameras and stuff. He just started, "Well, I yeah. do this and um, that," and
3: then
0: guy, he's he knows his stuff. Um, Jim, let me throw your screen up
3: here. Yeah, let me. Uh, before we go here, um, this week this is the average guy.tv's Google Analytics. Hopefully, you've got some analytics connected to your, um, you know, to your website as well. And I was um, doing a little, just you know, um, I, as I sit down here, I'm, I'm down here a little more often uh, now than I was before. So I was reviewing kind of my analytics. One of the things I noticed, Dave, uh, as I was going through this, is I scroll down here. So by the way, I'm in the behavior. Overview. It's just a pretty simple kind of dashboard that kind of tells you page views. This is a, I think this is year to date. So from January 1 of this year till April 3rd. So basically the first quarter, you know, page views, unique page views, time on page bounce rate is pretty high for me. And that's okay. Um, and then the, this is what's interesting to me is I get page views by where they land, right? And so you can mm-hmm. see there, most of them are coming right to the front page, which why your front page is important. And live. And then I've got this this old post from 2010 that must just be SEO optimized like crazy. Because every year, it's in the top five. Every year. It's a, a post from 2010. Uh, that's not why I wanted to bring this on. But um, uh, always in the top five as well is my about page. Right? And I kind of always discounted the about page. And thinking like... Okay, I mean, yeah, it's great, but eh, anyways. So, it got me kind of thinking, and I thought it'd be kind of a fun, maybe, little segment to do here at the end. Of let's just look at my about page really quick, and I, I'd love to take some suggestions from folks. This may be a good opportunity for all of us to review our about page to to determine. And sorry about all the tabs. I know for some of you, that's driving you nuts right now. Thousands <laughs> tabs open. Uh, this happens all the time. My wife just goes nuts, but. You know, so we, we always make some recommendations, right? A way to contact the person, right? So I have, hey, if you want to subscribe, it's here. I talk about our show, right? One sentence of why we're doing what we're doing. And then I, here's an email address if somebody wants to contact me. Here's some other information, a link to what I do at Gallup. Again, the email address is listed down below. My co host is there and his email address. But Dave, let me, let me throw that out to you. What else should I be considering? I mean, I have a player on there. So if they land here, they know it's a podcast. There's the player over to the right. Well, I have my social contacts here and ways to subscribe. What else should I have on my about page? Do you think? Well, the thing I love that you did is you started off with talking about the show because
0: so many people put their, you know, their LinkedIn profile at the top of that and they don't really care about you yet. If you're a person who hasn't listened yet. So think about this. Somebody goes to your website and like, Hmm, what is this? And yeah, the about page, my about page is always up there. And so I love the fact that you've got about the show. The only thing I can think of that you might want to add to that is if there's a phrase you could add, if you are a blank, hmm. this show, blah, blah. Because if you get somebody going, oh, you know what? I am a person that does that. And they cover, oh, well, that's kind of because usually it's like, who is this for? And what can I expect? Okay, good,
3: um, good. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Another kind of, uh, speaking to the person, uh, right. the individual you're here, you're looking for this. Um, I think Craig uh, says, what about a welcome video on yeah. the page? That'd be a great idea. Um, there's no video on there for them to click. So, and you know, that yeah. would be, I think a, a good one to have.
0: Yeah. Eliquity says it should be about you and your company. Put the contact info at the bottom,
3: not at the top. Oh, okay. All right. Good suggestion. Um, let's see uh kim kim says what about the uh, yeah. benefits that listen will get from your show yeah i think that's a good that's another yeah.
0: great idea in there yeah so here's who it's for here's what you can expect and here's how you're going to benefit that's true because who doesn't want to because in the minute you see oh i'm going to save you time and money they're
3: like oh okay i'll listen to this because <laughs> who doesn't want to <laughs> Yeah, we're and we're we're strictly a community driven. Like we don't, yeah. I don't. The value is community, right? It's it's getting it's getting people together. It's like come join the family. We I, I long ago stopped trying to be you know stopped trying to sell things, but but we we sell kind of community, and that's why you know that's why guys and gals come to be a part. It's like it's like this, you know. Yeah. My my crew on Thursday nights is very similar to the crew that is here on Saturday mornings. So.
0: Yeah, Craig says it's written in the third person. It's more personal if it's first person. See, I've heard that go both ways. I don't know if there's an official. I think that's one you kind of just whichever one feels more now. I don't know, because I've heard. uh, I I think she always talks about writing your. uh, Now, that's not an about page. That's a
3: like a media kit. Travel gluten free says tell people what sets you apart from your competition. Give information about your community in the about. And that's a great idea right there. Yeah, I don't. No, oh, I don't. That's, that's the value is our community. And I don't talk about that. So that's a good, another good one. Yeah. another. Good. I should have the discord group and the Facebook group links in there as well.
0: See, that's not a bad idea. This is giving me ideas. You might mention your favorites because I might do that to my page. I'm like, if you're looking for this, start with the overcoming, you know, uh, imposter syndrome. Uh, if you're looking for microphones, check out this one here, kind of like almost like a start here button. I've seen a lot of people do that on their websites.
3: Oh. Yeah, definitely. No, it is in the third person. Uh, that was intentional.
2: I yeah. wrote it that way.
0: And, uh, illiquity who does a lot of writing, uh, you're about, should be in the first person. I think mine's in the third person as well. So good. especially good. she says, if you're the sole person running the show.
3: Yeah. And not, but, uh, you know, I've, we, we have other guests, but no, I like that. I love that suggestion. It's a good, uh, yeah. through that. Randy's saying, does anybody use a brief audio
0: or video on their about page? I don't. And uh, I I don't even have one on the Patreon page. And that's like a big no, no. Like I need a video over that. I just haven't made one yet. So, and then uh, Craig is saying, yeah, the media kits more formal. So that's where you would go third person.
3: Yeah. And I don't have a media kit. I've talked about them. I think they're a great idea. I I have really um, shied away from um, monetizing. And over the last probably five years, I've shied away from monetizing. I uh, didn't feel like I I just didn't want to do it. It was a hassle to track and financially and all those other things. I know that's, that's, that that sound elitist. I hope not. <laughs> so, um, but all with now, now with the current situation, you start thinking, Oh, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> m- maybe I should, uh, maybe I too should um, try some monetization, by the way, little monetization hack that I'll maybe I'll talk about in the post show.
0: Yeah. Patreon. I'm uh Kim says that she actually has a video on her about page. So let me throw that up on the screen. So if I go to about Toastmasters 101, there's her to provides insight and advice for people who want to improve their post. So it, immediately you know exactly
3: what the site's about. So that's great. I, like it to bold too. I, I probably need to bold my purpose statement.
0: Yeah. Anytime you can make it kind of scannable with headlines, that
3: always helps. So discussion, I think this is maybe I'll work on it. This kind of start to kick around. There's the video. Yeah,
0: there we go. Very cool.
3: Good idea. Really good idea. I'd almost like that about video, though, on all the pages, not just this one. So put it in the right hand column. The right hand column on my about is things that are on all pages. Ah. I almost want that video in all the pages so they could click on it right away little welcome from me. Hey, welcome to the site. We're glad that you're here. You know? Yeah. The um uh but
0: I used a a program that Crazy Egg that is a heat mapping tool and you could see where people like how far people scrolled down. You could see what people clicked on. And it was funny because you'd have these little green dots to show where people clicked. And my the word about was just looked like somebody had taken it to a target practice. And it was just people were, were clicking on that. So I was like, okay, I need to make sure my about page is. which is now it's, we're, we're talking about checking your subscriptions. I'm like, I do need to go look at my subscribe or my about page. Cause uh, you know, you never know. It's, it's been a while and you try things different and you later go, Oh, God, what was I thinking when I did that? That makes no sense. So
3: it's always a super fast hour. I'm yeah. still, I'm surprised how fast this goes. Good, yeah, good show today. A yeah. Great. Great participation, thanks, to <laughs> I'm guys. glad you said that. I'm just going along. I'm like, oh yeah. By the way, show's over. Uh, uh, great. Thanks, John, for jumping in here and for bangs uh, well, coming in, the, in. I'm hitting buttons and nothing is working.
0: There what? we go. I'm like, okay, where? I'm like, where's the music? Holy cow, uh,
1: Jim, what's coming
3: up on the Average Guy TV? Catch up uh, for, through the week, and we talked about this idea of tech fatigue. Like now that yeah. we're home. Same spot? Are we getting enough exercise, enough sleep? Some of those kinds of things. And we talked about some how to use technology to help. So the average it's posted right now not at the average guy.tv.
0: There you go. Uh, this week, boy, it's, I actually have so many shows in the can, or at least interviews, but I'm going to play in traffic. And what I mean by that is I'm going to do an episode about what podcasters can learn from the Tiger King. Why? Because everybody's talking about the Tiger. So I'm going to go play in traffic while everybody's searching for that thing. I'm going to throw that out because there are some good stuff. So I think I'm probably going to mix in the interview with uh, Missy Phillip from uh, the Spark Christian Conference um, because there's a theme I I found out in, in many of the interviews I've been doing where almost everybody reached out for a little bit of help. Uh, I forget what my last episode was about, but somebody did that also talking. see, this is, I just need to figure out what it is. I got some really cool feedback from Danny Pena, who's doing things with his audience now because they're all about, you know, gaming. So as you might imagine, everybody that loves games is like, well, I guess I'll stay home and play more games. So that might be part of the next episode. Tune in and find out what the heck did Dave decide? Cause he just gave me about 13 different ideas of uh, what he might do. So, Thanks to the uh, chat room, Dave exotic. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That dang Carol. Oh, she ruined my show. Uh, <laughs> but thanks to the chat room. Thanks again to the awesome supporters. Go to ask slash awesome to be an awesome supporter. Uh, go to ask slash ask. If you're listening to this later and go, Oh, I'd like to ask a question. You can go over there and uh, send us a question and we'll put it on the air. So stick around for some post show.